The following is a presentation of the Belly Up Sports Media Network. With Oklahoma, and we're going to also dive into uh, update for the TU game here on the Sooner or Later Sports Show. I'm your host, Jay. Thanks for pulling up here on the YouTube channel and listening wherever podcasts are downloaded and listened to while you're here. Please like, subscribe, rate, review, give us five stars. You don't think we deserve it? Let's give us five anyway and gift it. So we're going to bring our boy Coop in the house. We got a lot of stuff to dive into and talk about today because we're going to talk about the game coming up this weekend. We're going to, of course, touch on the Lincoln Riley situation, and then we're really going to go deep as we prepare for recruiting season to come to an end. We've got one more big recruit we're going to potentially get, and of course, my camera goes out right at this moment. Coop, what is going on? What's good, Chang? What is good? You know, I'm, I'm, I'm enjoying the fact that my camera just hates me today. It's one of those things, and so because of that, yeah, I get to have this face today, but I'm gonna switch cameras. I'm actually gonna, I got my second camera up. Me. And so, guess what? Go. Jay is prepared. We're gonna switch it to the other one. Give me a second. Winner, winner, chicken dinner. Up a little bit. Right. Uh, there we go. That's a great way to intro the show, right? You know, camera starts messing up. Like, how, how do you have technical difficulties like that, right? Anyway, let's dive right into it, Coop. How's your day starting? How are you this weekend? Well, it's Wednesday. It's Wednesday. It's not weekend yet. It's Wednesday. So um, got got uh, two pieces of really uh, fun news today. I'm going to have to have surgery on the old ankle. And um, and then also uh, I got, got that call that all parents don't want to get to where you're like, uh, hey, your son just uh, cold clocked a kid and you got to go pick him up. So, oh, word. Pretty good stuff. Pretty good stuff, you know. Um, I guess he's gonna uh, going to trying to be a safety. So there we go. Oh, I mean, I guess if you really think about it, it's kind of impressive, you know. Like, like, where's the complaint? Well, he's five, and there's two oh, things oh, we continue to do. <laughs> he he uh, he hits <laughs> folks like he is uh, Mike Tyson's uh, son, not mine. So, but all in all, uh, and then you know, obviously we get. Uh, Old uh, dry brisket back in the news, so um, pretty excited about that. So I'm, I'm assuming that we're going to start off with that douche canoe and uh, get this going. Yeah, we've got to. Um, yeah, we got to go ahead and do that. What? Wait, frightening! You made a you made a purchase. A very uh, looking for. Wow. All right. There you go. That's hilarious. That's 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 my guy. Yeah. Also, everybody in the chat, do me a favor and. Talk noise to our boy Truth here. He is a, a Texas fan, so we've got to definitely attack him. But I love him, so you can't actually hurt him. You just have to talk and pick at him um, in a respectful way because he is family, even though he makes very bad choices in life sometimes. We love him to death. What's going on, Steven? What's good, blood? Thank y'all for pulling up. We appreciate y'all pulling up to this channel. Uh, James, no, I'm not going to. You, you can't make your sculpture. But we're going to dive into... All of this mess um, with Lincoln Riley. We, you know, we got to start off with that, right? And I I, I didn't want to talk. I wasn't going to address it initially. Because when it came up, I looked at it and I'm like, all right, nope. That's bait. That is bait. That is there to rile up people. Because we are 
going into the second season that this young man is not in Oklahoma, and we're still hearing Oklahoma in his name, in his mouth. Why are we here? Like, what's, what is the value of that interview and throwing out, which is even funnier, different timelines than what we thought was actually how things went down? Because the way he's making it seem, his people were working behind the scenes for a bit. And then he told us initially that he didn't know until the morning before. And it's like all the story keeps changing. So, Coop. You know we gotta gotta get, get your opinion. Oh, 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 wait, wait, we've got another guest in here. Give me a second. We're gonna bring in our third compadre in a second. But Coop, give me your thoughts. So, I don't know. Maybe it is to take the the onus off of his dog crap defense. Uh, maybe it is just the fact that there's no big storylines. Nobody wants to talk about the defense, and so maybe they just keep on bringing in. Um, keep on bringing in this, 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 you know, talks about Oklahoma because that's going to allow, you know, some controversy. Um, and uh, listen, all, all of us, uh, OU fans, OU content creators, um, it is 100, 100% uh, gospel that um, we, we rally around Twitter. So if you want to get yourself some quick clicks, go talk about Oklahoma in a, in a fairly uh, poor fashion. And you're going to get a bunch of people going crazy, and it doesn't matter. Uh, all, all of the stuff, you know, we, you know, no news is good news is typically what you like to hear, um, which is funny because like no press is bad press is also a saying, so that's weird. Um, but um, you know, somebody asked Lincoln, and he's going to start talking about it. I mean, it's not like Oklahoma fans have, uh, or fans in the state of Oklahoma have a, a, a history of doing crazy stuff when people leave them. I mean, it's not like folks. Want to, you know. <laughs> That's a fair point. So that's, fair. Know, it, 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 it is, you know, cause it's the same story. They got a bad, they got a badass offense. They've got Caleb Williams. He's going to probably be the number one pick in the NFL draft. Sure. Their defense is what we all say it is. And so there has to be a storyline because Colorado's getting a lot of storyline. Utah's getting a lot of storyline. Um, and Washington, you know, so, uh, Lincoln, people need Lincoln Riley back in the news, uh, but I need Lincoln Riley in the news. Like I need, um, you know, another call from my kid's teacher. That's fair. Jason, what's going on, man? Thanks for pulling up as usual. Go ahead. We'll, we'll let you get your, your quick minute in. Cause we gonna we gonna talk about this. We're going to wrap it up and we're going to get, we, we going to get up, up out of it. Cause we, we going to talk about some, talk about football. Talk about. Yeah, that's what I did too. Uh, yeah, look, I, I think from what I can tell, it, it seems like a bunch of crap. Um, you know, according to Norman PD, there was two calls on the 17th and 19th. They were both for suspicious people. That's it. Uh, he lived in a gated community, and they, all they asked for was extra patrols. They didn't, you know, they didn't report break-ins. Uh, they didn't record any, report anything like that. So if any of this stuff happened, it's, it's news to the, to the police department around there. So, Jason, uh, don't bring your facts in here. Nobody wants to hear facts. <laughs> Speculation is a lot more entertaining and juicy. Yeah, listen, you know, it's uh, I, I get it. it. It's funny stuff, though. It's just uh, it's funny stuff that how Oklahoma fans are the ones that need to learn to get over it and and, you know, and and go about their life and everything else and, and leave that poor man alone. And truth be told, it's not really that way. You know, it's uh, it's it's. Look, there's definitely a two sides to this, and and people and you know OU fans have a God-given right to hate Lincoln Riley, and will probably do that forever. You know, that's fine. 
but um this is uh this is kind of it's it's funny to me it's funny to me and look am i gonna am i telling you that there's not some folks in the fan base that might be capable of such things yeah but in view of the fact that he was in a um gated community and you know and look so the extra patrol i mean you know they literally need to let some cops in to come patrol the area okay fine uh but uh that's all they that's the only thing that was in there so that's kind of funny but and then what i read on the new york post a few minutes ago they were saying that he had to hire extra armed security during that time didn't he leave that morning coop yeah and, and like it's i mean yes if anybody snuck in they sure as hell weren't wasn't going after his brisket recipe they sure right, as hell wasn't right, going yeah, after well, his. i mean i would so i would you got to make sure that you protect that with at all costs right you know shit yeah, you need, uh, you need a bunch of armed guards for that. No, you you get you get OU fans up in arms. And listen, um, just like my ex-wife, I, you know, I've made peace with that devil, and it's gone. And so, oh you know, God. it is what it is. I'm moving up, moving on. Um, you know, I've got receipts, um, all kinds <laughs> of receipts. Talking to friends and just saying, like, I'm tired of looking like Texas Tech North. And I just, I want to see toughness back in here. And because, you know, outside of the return of uh, the three suspensions at the end of 2020, you know, we we didn't see anything for defense, you know, for for quite some time. So that's what I wanted. I'll I'll take a, uh, I'll take a, you know, a slightly above mediocre offense with a good defense over a stellar offense with absolutely ineptitude on defense. Yeah, yeah. I got rid of one of them devils too. Bloody guns apparently didn't. That's hilarious, by the way. (laughs) That's that's hilarious, by the way. Uh, But look, yeah, I I think it's trash. I think it's ridiculous. I'm sorry to hear that, bloody guns. That's actually quite terrible. (laughs) That's pretty bad, dude. (laughs) She's going to kick his ass if she sees that. That's hilarious. Uh, Look, uh, I know that that's what I was just telling my audience earlier whenever I got on there. It was that. Everybody, any time that we have talked about Lincoln Riley lately, it's how glad we all are as fans that he's no longer in the program. That look at these recruiting classes, who they're bringing in. It's it's good times. It's good times in yeah. in, in, in Norman, and better times coming. So uh, you know, it is what it is. And I think Mike is right. It is he is a sociopath. It's in a, in a pathological liar at that. I mean, you know. You don't realize that we're going to find out about, you know, that people, you know, that's a public record whenever you call in shit like that, you know. So, I mean, we're going to know and the cops are going to and the cops have to, you know, that is public record whenever you make a call like that. So or something from that house anyway. But it's funny stuff, man. Funny stuff. Let's talk about football. I got about 10 minutes. (laughs) Or whenever you're ready to. I'm done with the Lincoln stuff myself. Yeah, the um, I mean, obviously, you know, going back, I don't know, Jay's having more issues with the camera. And okay. I, 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 I want to kind of recap a couple of things, because I think that we, you know, in, in this in this past game, we saw a, um, I'm starting to wonder if if we actually saw like a, a concentrated effort um, and trying to set things up and trying to set up things for film, because it just it looks so different from the first week. Um, you know, I think that the coaching staff, you know, wants to take every single game in stride and they want to get in there and, um, and, and, you know, set up things. And, um, 
you know, you, you got to think that they look at every single of these first five games and they just think, you know what, we can run pretty base stuff. We can get better at a couple different things. And, you know, we got five yeah. games to prep for, for Texas. And, and yeah. so uh, that's, that's kind of what I'm going to do. Um, you know, again, whenever you see Oklahoma really, really good at something or, you know, not so good at something, we are, our tendencies are to overreact. Right. Um, sure. you, you, you yeah. Know, yeah. Well, hey it's, man. It, and, and there's a little PTSD, right? You know, there's yeah. a little PTSD. So for in view of the fact that, you know, you hadn't gotten the guys that you needed, you hadn't made sure, and the defense has just been bad since, since basically since Brentville's left. So it is what it is. You know, it's, it's kind of one of those things you just kind of look at it and say, hey, you know, what can you do? But I, I tell you, I went back and looked at it too. I've watched the game a couple of times since then. And, you know, yeah, there's some stuff that you would have liked to have seen some different ways the plays were called. I watching your was watching your uh, stream this morning, Jay, and I kind of agreed with a lot of what you were talking about. But I also, you know, and and I know you were on there at that time whenever Coach was talking about this yesterday. Coach made a, made a point. He said, whenever I played a team that I knew we were going to just beat the hell out of, we literally would want to put our guys in situations that we might end up in later in the year the worst possible situation you could possibly be in. It makes a lot of sense to me. It makes a lot of sense to me. And I think that, you know, you want to see what you can do. I, I agree that it was, there's a lot of those guys that defensively, they need to be put in those situations. They haven't been good in those situations in third downs and fourth downs. And, and to be fair, the, the touchdown that they scored the other night, it wasn't about the offense. It was about three freaking penalties for 40-something yards. Hell, Peyton Bowen said that. Yeah. You know, so – but that was something yeah. that, that Coach said, you know, and I think, like Steven said, I thought it was a great perspective, and I and it makes sense. You know, sometimes you do want to put them in that situation because if you're not going to get that and until you get a, the team that can beat you, it could be, it could be bad for you. I, I thought it was – I thought it was – it, it kind of takes you into that mind of a coach at a high level, uh, you know, and what they're looking to do and how, how much, you know, do you think Gundy does that? I doubt it. Uh, you know, Right. Right. And on that, my bad, y'all, it's, it's been a, it's been a horrible week for me with everything just failing on me nonstop. So let me, uh, let me, let me, let me quickly talk before everything goes down the toilet no, bowl no, for a second now. Go for it. or third time man it man my internet's been off when i have no clue why wi-fi is great i i this is what i do for a living i've been diving in diagnosing stuff and it's all coming from my upstream annoying anyway as you mentioned jason yeah it that when i heard coach say that because i was listening to you all before i got a chance to chop on and that that was a great point sometimes you do want to put your team in those situations to test out things see what things look like it's sure. basically going through like a dress rehearsal without the fear of losing the game you know what i mean going out there and blowing somebody out you sometimes you need to push your players give them a little adversity and smu was a yeah. good team to do that on now right. granted i would have preferred they just went in and just took the lead out and called it a day but i don't mind if they were trying to experiment now Tulsa is a game that we need to just go ahead and end it in the first quarter, 21-0, and then whatever we do after that, I don't care. Just don't let Tulsa score, which is my goal. Yeah. We need to prepare for Cincinnati, too. We're on to Cincinnati right after that game. That's going to be an important one, especially when we travel for that. And so, overall, defensive-wise, Coop, I'm going to pass this to you in a second, but I've been seeing, you know, we, we've had injury updates. You know, if you watch the BV 
press conference. I did a video on that before. You can check that out. And he talked about a couple players. Looks like Justin Harrington will not play in that game. He said he's banged up. And usually when a coach says a player is banged up, he's not giving you an actual diagnosis, but he's giving you a diagnosis that he's probably not going to play. Right, right. I sense he'll be out. And we haven't really heard much about McCullough. So if we don't see McCullough in that game and we don't see Harrington, that cheetah roll is now wide open. But I'm going to tell you, is anybody to see? Peyton Bowen. Cool. What do you yeah. think about that? Um, I mean, there, there were a couple times the other night where you had uh, the three safeties, Bowen, Bowman, and uh, Pearson, all on the field at the same time. I'm becoming too much of a Kip Lewis fan, and just the speed that, uh, that those guys have out there, it, you know, it, it's, 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 it, I don't really think it's anything on Canick. Like, it, again, Canick is very, very, um, uh, he's he's so athletic and he got so many layman comps right out you know we just thought oh yeah let's get a super fast strong guy at that you know at that weak side linebacker position and here we go like it's it's going to be dope right but Peyton Bowen has um, has he's just different he is absolutely different and I'm mm-hmm. going to speak out of both sides of my mouth because when I say you know, I don't like comps because then all of a sudden people want, you know, freshmen and sophomores to step on the field and be, you know, former Sooner All-Americans. Peyton Bowen, I, you know, I don't, you know, Roy Williams was a different cat, but Peyton Bowen, you know, getting Ed Reed and Sean Taylor type comps, he, he just has a nose for the football. He always ends up right around there. And um, it, it's just, it's just crazy. I mean, it absolutely is crazy. So I know Desan McCauley is is hopeful that he might play, but I mean, if we don't, you know, if, if he's, if he's close, I think you still sit him and get him in next week. Let him really, you know, get some snaps in next week. But, um, you know, I, I'm excited to see it because, you know, it, I think that we're going to see, um, we're going to see Peyton come on and he is, again, I always talk about how we are so desperate for defensive line that we were jacked up about out of and a lot of people mm-hmm. forget about Peyton Bowen in the summer and, then the dude, you know, he shows out spring game, first play of the you know game, you're right, or second play of the game or whatever. And since then, you're like, holy crap, you know, this guy might actually be something. Um, yeah. I'm excited to watch our defense play more and more and more because you play teams like SMU and Tulsa. They're not an absolute juggernaut, uh, but they're, they're worthy. They're worthy opponents, and it's a good test for your defense. Now, you go out to Iowa State, it might be a little fun. It this that that might be like you know playing basketball with kids. Oh yeah, yeah. So, they're uh, gonna be good, but they're not gonna be. Yeah, I'm with you. Yeah, I, I think that you, we've been, I, nothing's changed. Nothing's changed, Jay. I mean, you know, we we're expecting what we expected. You know, what did we say that we want them to average like less than ten in the non-con, uh, or around ten points a game in the non-con? Yeah, I mean, right 10 now, points or less was our goal. Yeah, listen, and yeah, I mean, right now you're at you're at half of that. So it's you know, um, if you can get in there, um, if you can get in there and and listen, playing in Tulsa, it's just you might as well call it, you know, OUE <laughs> North. It's Norman, look, look. Norman North. It's going to be the same thing. They're not. I mean, the fo- the place is going to be full of you of OU fans. It's not not a real road game. They get their first test. I'll be in Cincinnati the week after that. I think that's a good test. And you don't, if, if there is the littlest problem, why would you even risk it with McCullough or, Mm -hmm. or or 
I mean, there's just no reason to do it. There's guys that you need to see a little more in. I'd like to see some more of Makari Vickers. Uh, yeah, I mean, yeah. you know, he got in there and broke up a pass the other day too. Uh, you know, the, you want to talk about a stud athlete. He's right there. <laughs> he's right there. Yeah. Uh, you know, the, the kid is the real deal. And I, I'd like to see him get, I'd like to see Josiah Wagner a little bit. You know, some of these guys that, that but you could see, I, you could see Makari playing that cheetah role as well. He's a big kid and strong and fast. So, you know, uh, there's opportunities there. And again, the more that I saw from what, from what I, looking at the film again and stuff like that. Look, I wasn't the good news about what we saw at the, after that was that as soon as they did give up that touchdown and it was three points, it was a three minute, 10 play drive, but it didn't take too damn long. <laughs> I think yeah, no. we need to run in and they were in the, the end zone and they, and they moved it right down the field and they had two freaking penalties on that drive too, and still pumped it down there quickly and was in the end zone. Yeah, the offense can go just about as fast I'm as they want. Concerned. The biggest problem is is that when it comes to the offense itself, we 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 need Levy to get off of that conservative mindset. Now, so I had a, a commenter make this comment, and it kind of made me stop. I sat back and said, "Okay, yeah, I might need to put this a little bit more in perspective." Mm -hmm. This was the complaint we had about Josh Heupel when he was here. Yep. He would uh, be super conservative one. to start the season. Mm -hmm. He'd go out there, barely do much. Then mm -hmm. as the games go, he would always say we're using 20% of the playbook. And games that were close, we shouldn't have been close in. And then the next thing you know, we would lose games we shouldn't lose. And that was one of the big yeah. complaints our Sooner fans used to say. I remember people saying that. And then I remembered, what tree is Jeff Levy? <laughs> He's part of the Jeff Levy tree. Mm -hmm. I mean, he's part of the Josh Heupel tree. Jeff Levy was underneath him. And so I'm just uh, like, he oh. He was actually. Yeah. And so, again, yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, so I'm, it's more thing. of a now that he. That they think that they have to hide he, stuff. Well, yeah, it's more of a he, he does he doesn't want to play use the whole playbook. He's testing things out. He's experimenting, being conservative in games that they feel like they need to win. Just like you said, Coach mentioned that sometimes you want to put your players in situations to where they can you know get a little adversity, a little growth. But the issue behind that is is that why don't you just go blow the just blow them out? Yeah, just take advantage of the opportunity to blow a team out when you have the talent to do it. And yeah, I'm and expecting I, that. I agree with that, but I don't think that that's just a Levy thing. That's hey, look, I've, I've said this. I said it all weekend. Venables, this is his football team. Yeah, but Venables is also gave Levy the autonomy similar to what he got he, when he, he was at Clemson. You say that, but what, what about the interview at halftime of the game the other day? He was talking about the offense and wanting them to run the football. Run the football, I mean, run the football, I run the football. totally get you there, but every indication in that game and every other You're still the head coach, makes so it look he, like hey, that. You step on I, I get that, but that's, that's fine. We you can know? say all that we want to. We can say anything we want. I'm telling you what you it looks like with once him. It got to three, though, is be my next question. Don't you think he said it once it got to three? Would you fucking step on their neck? No, <laughs> no, he didn't. He didn't. He didn't. That's the problem. And you can tell because if he did, if he did, it wouldn't have been 28 to 11. Yeah. Now, they covered the spread. 
And I totally say the entire time that we probably will be SMU's only loss this season. I say that all the way to the oh, AAC championship game. Got, I don't know who else they got that's going to look at their the schedule. He's kind of trash. You know, they so. don't they don't play t- uh, UTSA and they don't play Tulane this year. Well, UTSA's Conference USA, right? Aren't they still CUSA? I think they are. She says UC's USA. Let me see. Let mm-hmm. me see. Yeah, because they, they don't they don't play Tulane. I think they play Memphis is the only one they got on their schedule. Here you go. I got I got it right here. But uh, you know who does believe in running up the schedule? I mean, running up the score is Kevin Wilson. And yep. so hopefully we uh, we lay out some of this good stuff here uh, this weekend. Uh, let's see here. The Tulsa. TCU. Or, oh, I'm looking at Tulsa. Hold on. They got TCU coming up after Prairie View next, this weekend. Oh, yeah, they they travel to Fort Worth, which is up the street around the corner. Yeah. Charlotte, East Carolina, Temple, Tulsa, Rice, North Texas. They travel to Memphis, which will be a tough game, but I think they win that one. And then Navy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, they've won two out of the last three against TCU, too, and that TCU is not the same football team. You know? Exactly. And that quarterback can play. What I, and that was the thing that Don't I can play. play. It's like is good, nobody's held the a TCU team to that kind of output in since what, 2017, 2016, something like that. Yeah. I, I tracked back SMU and it looks like they didn't score. I mean, they've scored over 11. I mean, going back into 16. Um, yeah. They had a couple, they had, right. yeah. So, I mean, SMU, you know, they, you could, t- I mean, listen, ever what I would like to see is them not getting those stupid penalties. Oh, second, Jason. Oh, second, Jason. Was, oh, second, Jason. What was you going to say, Coop? Yeah, like the, um, you know, TCU, I mean, it's SMU, geez, um, SMU, they definitely, I mean, you could tell that Preston Stone was just throwing a prayers, you know, a couple times. And the two of those penalties were on the prayers and it, 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 we frustrated them. And I, somebody said it in the chat there too, that, you know, um, uh, Lashley said that, you know, they threw like 20 some odd different defensive looks at us and they, they didn't know what was going on. And outside of those penalties, you know, mm-hmm. uh, like I said, the Peyton Bowen one, if you, you, I've listened, I listened to Damian Mackey. I listened to a couple of other guys and they both said that that was a, that was a, a, a that is NFL caliber coverage. And he did not, you know, pull the jersey you play safety? And jump up off him. No, he, he got him down on the, uh, you know, I, yeah, I mean, I, I played safety. Right. The you know, SWAT and cradle. That's, that's exactly how you do SWAT and cradle. Is it not? That's exactly yeah. how they teach it to you. Textbook, SWAT and cradle. I was not an interference in my book. Yeah. So, but real quick on that, Tulane, UTSA, okay. and Memphis are all in AAC. So, yes, they would see yeah. them in the championship game. And this year, SMU do not see any of those. They only see Memphis this year. So, I was oh, right. No. UTSA and um, Tulane are in, in the AAC. So, to me... The only game that SMU needs to be concerned with is Memphis, really, because I think they'll blow through everybody else. And right. if they win out, which I expect, I think will be their only loss up until that point, they're going to play either Tulane or UTSA in the AAC championship game. Now, I don't think know if they'll win that one. I, I think Tulane UTSA is really is good. That's, cool. that's good for them. You, they're really good. But, yeah, that, that's, that's the AAC. That, the, the two hardest teams ain't there, luckily. But yeah, they be they're gonna beat TCU, look, and, uh, and they're fixing weekend. to go to the ACC too. So they're getting a bump in recruiting anyway. And and look, they got a hell of a coach. The guys, the guys, the real deal. Look, as the OC with Auburn, they were what, fifteen seconds away from winning the national championship game. You know when he was with Gus, 
Uh, yeah. You know, I mean, look, and then he was part of that that national championship team with Cam. Uh, the guy's good, man. He's done a great job, and and they shut it down. Again, yeah, I would like to see different. I mean, you know, some of the run plays that they came up with, you know, with that that stack three, I like it a lot. And it, but again. Do you want to use it and use it and use it or what or not? I don't really have a problem with with protecting your playbook a little bit, but I also agree with you that just go ahead and step on their neck and then you can protect it all you want to and just play a bunch of kids. You know what I mean? Get Jackson more time, right? Yeah, yeah I like that too. I was I was laughing at that. All right, all right. So frightening. I missed the deal. I'm scrolling up now. Sorry, I was having the internet issues when y'all were making that deal 10, 12 minutes ago. So I'm searching for it now. I'm gonna find your deal. I saw your post, my ball, my boss. My bad. So I want to see what this deal is. Uh, y'all do pictures and stuff after. Okay. I'm. No, I don't need a new camera, deck. It it's it's my internet. It's. Every it's just been awful, but anyway. Oh, you got a bad. What was the man. deal? Frightening. Let your boy know what is the fr- okay. Have a deal and need me in it. What's the deal? What are we doing? What what, what are we doing? Go ahead, repeat it for me real quick, and we'll go. I think we're doing a uh, OU Texas bet, and somebody's wearing the other team's shirt the after the uh, after the game. on the live stream. Okay, but you got to have a photo on it too. Yeah, so they yeah. got to see it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So okay. OU Texas. Frightening will wear an OU shirt, and I'm guessing. Yeah, Frightening's gonna be wearing an OU shirt. That's what's gonna happen. <laughs> yeah, because Ty's wearing Texas gear I all that, that week now since he lost fun. his bet. That was fun. So I will, uh, since I will be at Red River, I will pick myself up oh, a Texas shirt if I have to. Every every game of the season. Oh, the um, what for the rest of the Ooh. season? Every game high after the loss. Wow. 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 That, my friend, is. Wow. It's pretty ballsy. That's a potent bet. Yeah, man. That's I'm like, in. Like, like Sign me up. Throwing them on the table, right? Just it's... toss them on the table. I like yeah. it. Like oh, that, oh, that's for you, just for you, blood. Okay, cool. <laughs> blood You're going to do it every game. Okay. Man, so for me, I would have to wear it the, the, right afterwards. Is that the deal? What? <laughs> I think they. What? Know what I need I to do? They want. They wanted. They, they wanted uh, you to tell Ty about it and let him know and everything. Y'all, let me know yeah. what what side I need to be on on this deal. I'm the, the, the everyday you thing, got, you know. We have witnesses here. Okay, well, Blood's got it. So there we go. Blood's in it. Blood. Yeah, so I will. I will keep tally of this for everyone. Blood. It is in blood right now. Boom, boom, That's boom. Awesome. I will get with Nino on that. And yeah, we'll see yeah. if we I can get him in. We'll get Steven in there, too. Before we got it. We'll get Chris. Yeah, yeah. Go for it. Why not? That'd be fun. Uh, All right. It's going to be cool to beat them after they beat Alabama, right? Yeah, actually, it will be really cool. It's going to it's gonna be very cool. It's going to be the best part about it. So, all right, let's move on. Uh, keep hey, talking hey, about hey. Tulsa. So, I, I did a, I did an interview with a Hurricanes a uh, group of podcasters uh, earlier today. And so that will go up first thing in the morning for members and it'll be out for everyone else. First thing Friday, y'all can hear them talk about Tulsa and what they think about the team and who we should keep our eyes out for. So sooner fans just be, be prepared. It's going to be a very interesting 
that's good uh, intel intel work there jay i like it i like yeah, it. yeah yeah i had to bring intel in some folks work. to talk about it. i thought it'd be interesting to have the opposition you know i'm gonna do that for cincinnati as well i'm gonna find myself a cincinnati person this week get them on next week we'll do a little interview talk about the other team their excitement the players to look out for blah 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 good re uh, uh recon and then of course i'm gonna have all the texas guys on when we talk about OU Texas, we'll probably like just it. do a joint mega stream on all of our channels at once and make the magic happen. So I digress. Let's move on to Coop. I know you had something you wanted to throw in there. Yeah, yeah. And I, I wanted to go back. Guys, the difference difference maker at running back it, it is going to be big. As soon as Sawchuck is ready to roll, I think that he what he brings Jamal. to the running game is the ability to make someone miss in the backfield. Eric Gray did a lot of it last year, and I, Majors doesn't have it. Tolly Walker doesn't have it. Javante isn't showing it. I mean, like he just, you know, I, I can't remember the. Maybe it was Keywan Jones. Maybe it was Alan Patrick. But there was somebody in the back in the day to where I like they took the ball and they just ran straight at people. And also, you know, Trey Sermon. Trey Sermon didn't have any type of cutting ability. You know, he early his last season, he kind of showed something. But then it was just – I think that the offensive line, you know, if you listen to Gabe, he said that they were, they were throwing so much action and running so many different formations. And the offensive line was having trouble, you know, really just knowing where to go. Um, I, I think that's one of the things that it, the running game is struggling with right now is because nobody had, I mean, if, it, if, if there's a gaping hole, all three of those, you know, previously mentioned major uh, Barnes and Walker, all those guys are going to take it upfield and they're going to put it on somebody and it's going to be fun to watch. But yep. if they have to do much work before they get to the line, it, it just doesn't bode well for them. And Javante, I don't, I mean, he got bigger but I think that he needs to be working on the footwork a lot more because, um, you know, the, the offensive line struggled. I mean, after week one, I said, you know, how many, you know, I think PG said, yeah, I think he thinks we have four NFL draft picks. I mean, it, it, it looked like maybe two, uh, you know, this week. And so I want to see, I want to see the offensive line simplify some stuff. And again, it, it was much more fun watching, you know, that, what, what was the eight games of 60 points, um, or something like that back in the Sam Bradford year with, uh, with Kevin Wilson, let's start a trend right now. Let's start, you know, having a, hell I'll, I'll do, you know, 45 points. Um, that's what I want to see. And I, you know, I, I do agree. Let's, let's get out there and, and really just get after it because, you know, I want Taylor Tatum to, you know, to come in next year and feel like, you know, he can take over the job, but I, I would also rather have six studs, you know, in, in that backfield. Right. I think that you're, you're you've got a lot of depth there, and you want to see them all. And and Tawi has been great, right? He's been great. It, yeah. But you know the guy's running over people, and he runs so hard. And look, but I agree with you. Gavin's going to be the guy that's going to freaking if he gets a little daylight, he's gone. You know, we after what we saw, in, I mean, in the Cheez-It Bowl, I mean, there's a lot of speed on that team too. Yeah, there, 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 there was. There was now with the cheese bowl, you know, I, sure. I think that, I think that Florida state, um, you know, it, it reminds me of when we played Boise state had a mm -hmm. bunch of dudes hurt and you know, it's, there, it was a lose, lose situation, you know, Alabama when, you know, Trevor Knight had his out of body, outer body experience. Um, yeah. you know, those, those type of games like that, you have a team that wants to go out and prove something. And then you have a team that's just kind of checked out because they had better, better. Uh, what's up, Monty? But uh, but yeah, no, I, I just I just want 
I just want that difference maker in the backfield. And I don't know what's going on. I mean, obviously, yeah. if we run out with Texas and show absolutely everything or go up to Sensi and, you know, open up the playbook and it looks beautiful, you know, I'll shut up. And I'm going to just kind of <laughs> right. expectations the next three games. Right. And and David makes a good point here. And, and and Coop, I know exactly what you're talking about, running back wise, the questions we have. But David makes a good point here. You know, Sawchuck goes from zero to 100 in like two steps. Yeah, we all remember that Barnes and Sawchuck were coming from fall injuries. I mentioned this. I talk about this at nauseum. I just want to keep reminding people yeah. them coming off injury. There's yeah, no Barnes reason to there's no reason to waste their their bodies in these non-conference games, especially yeah. Barnes coming off the foot surgery and Salchuk being a little banged up from fall camp. So what the you depth want to for, right? That's what the yeah. depth is for. Exactly. Right? We, we got other backs that can do it. And and Kim even mentioned it. BV said he knew the game was in control the entire time. They never felt like mm-hmm. the game was in, uh, out of control. Hell, Peyton Bowen, when they got the game to three points to 14 to 11, Peyton was like, nah, man. When we looked on the side, you look on the side, none of us felt like we had a problem. We weren't worried about that. We weren't concerned. Hell, they were probably testing something out. Like, all right, we got them close. All right, now turn, turn on the gas and go. I don't like the mm-hmm. flip the switch stuff. One of the homies mentioned this to me. And when she yeah. said that, I was like, yeah. That bothers me. I don't like the, you know, you know what? I'm trying to switch on and go do it because we instantly did it. That bothers me. To me, put together the right, put together, don't do it when you feel like you got to flip the switch. Do it the entire time. Just if you need long drives, just make sure the drive stay long. That's all I care about. And, and get the field goal. I don't care. It's like the tempo stuff, you got it. You're either a tempo team or you're not. You know what I mean? Yeah. For that switching back and forth stuff, I'm with you on that because that that's a way of flipping the switch too. You can't have them <laughs> go one way for part of the time and then, you know, it, look, that's where you got to look at the defense and say, hey, you need to get off the field? Get off the field then. Stop them. Yeah. That's fair. And I, and I, I think that Levy's definitely going to see more. You'll see more Gibson. You're going to see a lot of players really get out there. What up, Topher? What it do? Glad you Topher, pulled Topher. up with us today. We're definitely going to see... You, you, I think the playbook's going to explode this weekend. Just say that. We've already got a lot of heat on Levy because of everything that went down with the Art Brow situation. So he's going to find a way to get all the heat off of himself. And the best way to yeah. do that is to win this game 63 to nothing. <laughs> yeah. Hey, I, I, so David said something, and I don't think many of in, in our recap we talked about this person very much. Like Key Lawrence, bro. Key Lawrence, oh, that was his best dope. game as a Sooner. That that play right there, that that, I mean, that was you know that was uh, more impressive than um, you know what's his name's uh, you know fumble during OU Texas two years ago. Um, you know it, it was it, that just was it was dirty. I mean it, it, it like it was an effort play. Now, how many times have you been a fan of a team and you're watching one of your receivers with somebody right behind them and you're just like hold on to the damn ball, just hold on to the damn ball. Just, yep, yep, you know, yep, it, yep, yep, yep. And. <laughs> And so, and that's why. And I'm just happy that it was on. Uh, it, it was on our watch. But uh, Key Lawrence played very, very, very well this past week. Lebby talked about. I mean, I'm sorry, not Lebby. Venables talked about him, and he really talked up uh, Kanai Walker. I I did a video on that not yeah. earlier this week, and Kanai Kanai went out there when Gentry came out, which comes to find out he was a little dazed. He's going to play in this game, so he's a captain. You can see he's a captain when. When when Kanai got in that game, man, he gave up one play, and then after that, changed. He he was out there everywhere. He was everywhere from then forward. And I was like, yeah, this is the Kanai Walker I thought we were getting when he transferred in from Louisville. When I saw him, I was like, 
that dude's got something. What was he? How can we unlock it? Last season, we didn't get to unlock it. This year, I think we've got it locked. I think every player that we were hoping were going to be special coming out of the portal and coming to the team last year, I feel like we've unlocked whatever achievement we needed to get them to the next level in the game. It's like we bought a whole bunch of VC off of NBA 2K just so that we can get them um, get them going and get the attributes up. We've unlocked something. And yeah. both coaches, you had the offensive coordinator for SMU, you had – uh, Butch Jones said Butch in Jones. his post game, all they talked about was the speed of the defense. Like this is not this, this is not what we saw on tape last year. Mm-hmm. The tape we looked at last year in preparation for this game looked like a different team. It looked a lot Bro, faster. I think I think Butch Jones, you know, after that game, he wanted to move to Tibet, to Tibet and become a monk. Like he didn't want anything to do with football anymore. <laughs> like, that's still I've never seen it. I've never seen a. I've seen frustration on a coach. <laughs> But I've never seen pure hopelessness. Yeah, go players are having a consoling and stuff. Man, that was crazy. Go, right? go go look at my shorts here on the channel. I've got the video up of how he was looking, and my it's. I felt bad for him because he looked at the, he looked so defeated as not even a coach as a human being. It looked like he was questioning his entire purpose of even existing at that moment. He's just like. Yeah. So why am I even coaching football in general? Like, it, like if, why don't I just go to the league? He looked worse than if somebody was like, your wife and children just died in a car accident. At least there would be like some kind of like, that's not real. Like there would at least be something there. But like, yeah, it, it, I mean, it looked oh. like somebody told him like, you're dying tonight. Like this, it's over. Like, <laughs> because that, oh man, it was just, it was just, it was so funny to watch that. I mean, it, it really was. It's funny, it's, it's funny and sad all at the same time, man. I felt for him. All right, let's round table this bad boy up. Let's talk recruiting. We're about to wrap it up so uh, we all can get some sleep. Coop looks like he's exhausted. He you know, already had his kid beating up kids at school and stuff, so we've got to uh, help him Uh-oh. to <laughs> go Uh-oh. relax his mind. So, all right, recruiting news. Recruiting news, recruiting news, recruiting news. So we know we've got some massive targets left in uh, on the sheet. You've got yep. A, a commitment coming up next week, Danny Okoye. He is he moved his commitment up from October to this month, which is he's doing on the 20th, which is exactly a week from today. I will have the watch party link here. We're going to do it again. Now, in difference to what Nigel, Nigel's supposed to come on tonight, but unfortunately he fell ill and could not make it. Got to make sure he's preparing himself for, you know, the game this weekend. So we'll mm-hmm. bring him on soon. But Danny... Unlike Nigel's setup, where Nigel just kind of just dropped a graphic because he was like, eh, we're not going to fool with Insta- uh, Instagram Live. We know Danny's going to go live on IG. So we don't have to worry about that. So well, we will actually, watch you, Party you, It did Up. Did you see his video that he dropped, Nigel's? I did. I did. I, I shared cool, it in the right? Discord. Everybody was awesome. checking it out. It was pretty dope. It was pretty cool yeah. how they went through it. Um, I think it was a uh, Captain, yeah, Captain, Crimson Captain 405. He posted on Twitter when I saw it. I was like, oh, that's dope. That was a good way. He to was do there. It. I, was I, I liked it. I liked it. Yeah, yeah. He got his. He got his. He got his. Uh, his his footage and everything. And it was cool. So, Nigel's in. You know, we're excited. We're gonna get him on the show to really talk about the commitment and why he picked Oklahoma and what he's ready to do and what he plans on doing, etc. So on and so forth. What position he's gonna play. But Danny's the next one on the list since he's next week. I know that we're waiting on a couple others. We'll talk about them in a minute. But Okoye. How you feeling, Coop, on that? I know the intel is going all over the place. He dropped his top three, Tennessee, Oklahoma, and Texas. 
There's rumors about a Texas visit this weekend. We don't know. I haven't seen any confirmations of yay or nay. Horns247 believes one thing. The on three side believes another. Blah, blah, blah. Coop, what you think about Okoye? Yeah, I'm, I am very confident in Oklahoma um, because of the conversations that I've had with them. Um, and so, yeah, I, I'm stoked. I mean, one thing that, uh, you know, we're going to have him on soon, too. And one thing I want to yeah. ask him about is, hey, um, you know, what's what changed in the past three months? Because, you know, it was pretty much uh, like it. And then as soon as that damn power line, you know, silhouette graphic came out, everything flipped. Everything's just started kind of trending back towards OU. Um, you know, uh, the, the story that uh, was it was was a tie that said that told us the story about Nick Saban, like walking over to him and being like, hey, you know, like Nick Saban really 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 wants uh you know wants Danny Okoye and that should tell you something now don't judge it by last week's defense but um you know Nick Saban sees something special in him and I can't wait till he gets around um a group of strength and conditioning coaches and um you know it gets to really battle people that are similar of caliber because I mean you were saying like I think we unlock something on defense I still think that he could end up being, you know, one of the more impressive, um, you know, defensive line recruits uh, of this class, and that's saying something. Yeah. He's a Jason, stud, what you thinking? I, you know what? I'm done guessing on these guys. So I got to tell you, <laughs> you know, from everything I'm seeing, it looks like that. I would think that the Texas thing sounds a bit far fetched because of the fact that you know him and Stoney and all that. The seems that you know that that will be one of those ones where he's going to say uh, no. <laughs> you know, and, you know, look at the way he was with Jaden Jackson when he went down there. So um, it seems a little odd in there. And look, the only one that he really hasn't pulled that you thought he kind of would, because I didn't know that McKinley was, I mean, we've always kind of said that we didn't think McKinley was. He was, he was icing on the cake. It wasn't, I mean, that was the, on the cake. But, but when there yeah, he wasn't a foundational piece, expected, right? You expected one and it didn't happen. And I'm still not sure that that's not going to happen. I'm not sure that it I mean, is either, but I mean it was just a deal I mean, they popped up from on three. What almost, today they almost got their ass head. kicked last week, right? Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, I was gonna say yeah that that, that just they just popped up. That was uh what earlier today on three. I think it was Josh posted that there was a potential for uh, Winery again. And I'm just like, can we stop talking about him? I, I prefer I to not talk part. about. I, I don't. I don't. I don't, I don't want to suck on any hopium. I don't. I don't want to feel like that crew though, right? That, that, that homegrown crew that has this kind of seemingly packed, right. That they're going to all end up playing together. Isn't that right? I mean, he's part of that crew. So it seems like it should be, again, I'm not going to make any, any guesses or any, or any proclamations or anything like that. I, I, you know, it's, that's kind of a fool's errand with kids. You never know what the hell's going to happen and shit. Who's going to dump the biggest amount of money on him too. And, Look, I feel like no matter what happens, they got a hell of a haul, right? They've got yeah. a hell of a haul right now. Yes. Yeah. So. And, and, and listen, rewind three years ago and tell me if I said, hey, I think we're going to get a five-star defensive lineman this year. You would go, stop it, man. Just, we'll, we'll, I mean, if we get in the final three, it's just a pretty hat on the table to make them look like, you know, they were wanting to be part of this. And, it, it, and now we're like, you're like frustrated, you know, because again, if, if McKinley and Nguyenary stay away, 
this is still the best defensive line we've recruited in oh, recruiting wow. history. Oh, wow. Yeah. It's been then, years since we've had something like this. You, this is since BV's first era. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I mean, the, the last one was like the, I think it was Gerald McCoy and Jeremy Beal and guys like that. And I mean, none of those names struck like these names are going to strike. I mean, I still think Nigel will end up being, <laughs> you guys, your banter literally this is like with some like literally if I could just start thinking and banging them out, I would. But um, th- those things are pretty freaking funny. Hilarious, um, right? <laughs> yeah, said, and Sherman, I, I, I agree. Wow. I agree with this. Yeah, he's going to be. Listen, if Koye played the same thing about Nigel, five star. I think the same thing about Nigel. If if a Koye was at Jinx or at Allen, he'd be a five star. Sure. Yeah, and if and it's probably the same thing when you think about Nigel. He's at Melissa. They're what a five A school, right? Mm-hmm. Or a five A school? But they well, he's and he he's not a camp kid. He's not one of those kids that goes to a ton of camps. Now he works with a lot of pros, you know. And so I mean, he's he's highly highly skilled. But if you're not in front of all those camps and they're not evaluating you at these places, I mean, we we all know what that what some of this recruiting it's, stuff means. Yeah, he's a top one hundred kid either way. Ohio State really wanted him. Penn State really wanted him. Texas A&M was making a hell of a push. Yeah. You know? Ohio well, you hear Saban wanted the guy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, yeah it is. it's it is. Now, when you know, this week we're going to see a little, uh, little lemon face uh, in the Missouri fans because, you know, they're playing Kansas State. And um, I, I think Kansas rolled. State – I think Kansas State is going to – is going to show out. I mean, it's – yeah, did you see where did you see where he acted like Drink was acting like he didn't know Colin Klein's name? Yeah, that's it, that's, was that's that the, weird. Do you? It, that's, what no, was that's that about? Mike crap, that's Mike Gundy crap. Like he, he he doesn't even act like he knows people on his own team. Like I don't know why it's I don't I mean, it it is what it is. But they're gonna get they're gonna get some stompage. Uh, we might see. Wonder if Spencer Rattler has some magic in him if he's gonna have one of his uh, out of body experiences because they mm-hmm. play. Um, and be uh, done by halftime. It's in it's in Athens. So, but it's still this might be the first. Um, uh, this might be the first you know game that Georgia actually faces somebody with a pulse. So, yeah. Not Nigel much of a grown man. I love that. I love that statement. Hey, no frightening and and, and, and frightening basketball. If you ever listen to me talk about. Um, Talk about Arch. I don't think Arch was a three star. I think Arch is actually quite talented. I'm the complete opposite of most fans that like to rip on just because of his last name. Oh, I yeah. actually think that because of his last name, he should because of the uncles are really good at it. The, the older brother, if I'm correct, Cooper was his dad. Yeah, is the, was the better was was one of the better quarterbacks. He just couldn't stay he healthy. Had a really, really, he had a really, really bad uh, back injury. I believe it was. Yeah, well, he ended up, yeah. He ended up playing a receiver when Peyton came to high school or whatever, but he was at Ole yep. Miss getting ready to getting ready to light it up, and he got hurt. Right. Yep. Cooper Reed, was Cook. He was it's the just, best it, out it, of the three of them for sure. Yeah, it's 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 Cooper Manning. Yeah, they. Um, I, I'll say Cooper. this. Uh, after after Eli retired, I, I've never liked Eli Manning since he's retired. I think he's one of the funniest freaking guys ever. Oh, yeah, he's and, uh, and Peyton, yeah, and, yeah. <laughs> Peyton, 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 I became. I mean, obviously, I'm a Broncos fan, and so like when Peyton came over, like I, you know, I always, I always my only animosity with him is he could never beat New England, but right, you know, right, not a lot of folks yeah. could. But then he won a Super Bowl for your Broncos, so it's all that matters, right? 
That's a, you did. one of the one of the most disappointing Super Bowls Shot followed by one of the most the unexpected. Eight. Yeah. Oh, I mean, it's <laughs> trust me. He he threw like uh, Reese Plumley uh, in that Super Bowl. He threw 50 touchdowns and then he had a noodle arm afterwards. He did, oh, man. Bro. He was shot putting it that whole year, man. It was so it weird. Was yeah. They were so good on defense, though. Yeah, it they was... were so good on defense that year. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, were, it's, were... it's true, Hank. Zero natties for the Manning family. So it'll probably yeah. the tradition. Yeah, it's like victory gum. It's, it's a tradition. That's it the game without, itself. Without citrus. <laughs> or yeah. citrus without UT at that time. That was that was the whole back in the day. He couldn't beat. He couldn't beat the old, the old ball coach, and they gave. Yep, him and then he leaves. Up. He leaves, and then T. Martin wins a national championship. Yeah. T. Wow, Martin right? wins it. That's that's. I mean, that would be like. I mean, that would He's be like Peyton White or Sam Bradford not being able to win it, and then like you know Trevor Knight did. You know that it, that's just that's just an awkward, awkward like how the hell you can't win it with Peyton Manning in the next year. Granted, weaker competition, but I digress. Good, right? I mean, they were just good. They had his number, yep. but look at how Brady had his number for all those years too. For yeah, James, me too. Yeah, um, this, is a, this is a fun football conversation because we're going into the Jets, and you know Aaron Rodgers gets there, plays right. four plays, and tears his Achilles. Awesome is that man, that's bad. I mean, I'm not a huge Aaron Rodgers fan or nothing, but that's not a that's a sucky thing to have happen. Yeah, I mean, it's the Jets, yeah. they're just snake bitten. <laughs> did you? Yeah, they are. I mean, did you see Robert? Uh, you yeah. know, Sailor, the coach. I mean, he. Now it's you know who looked, you know you know who looks really good. A little running back that uh, the Jets have. I, I did not. I mean, I, I just didn't see this Brees? coming. He, Brees? yeah. I mean, Brees. I thought he was going to be like how Samaje is right now, like you know, just a complimentary back. But bro, that guy has hit the hit the ground running literally. Mm-hmm. That that's why. Right did he tear his Achilles last year or something though? Yep. He, he got hurt he last year. So he's back from that and already lighting it up again. Shit. Yeah, and and he was, hey, I mean, hey. he was lighting, he was lighting it up before that Achilles too, because I mean, I I had him I, in a fantasy team and I traded him the week before he went off, and I was just like, you freaking kidding me? But yep, it's, I mean, he he is Brock Purdy yeah, Aaron Rodgers, man. Brock Purdy in my Niners, loving loving some Brock Purdy <laughs> right now. He, where the hell did this come from, though? I can't understand. Right. <laughs> it would, yeah. Hey, uh, on bricks, I think that uh, you know, getting back over that side, I think Grant back Bricks. The, the biggest things, yeah, is the longer this you know gets away from the momentum that OU has, like it's that that's not good. But you know, the the this guy just, I mean, Grant Bricks is a guy that it comes from like Barnstall, Oklahoma. You know, he is used to an absolute, you know, a town where he knows absolutely everybody. And that's it. Um, I mean, and both of these guys, Nebraska, um, Kansas State for Boganowski, the further it gets away, I mean, that's it. It's that's when it doesn't, you know, sound as good for us. So, yeah, um, I, 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 echo, I echo that real quick on Bri- on bricks. And since Oklahoma had this great momentum and we you know, we're 2-0, and 50 points, 50 and a half is our average score, and we're only giving up five and a half points. The fact that Bricks or Boganowski have not decided to make their decision yet tells me that we probably will not win them, or it's going to go all the way to National Signing Day. For Bricks, the problem I'm seeing with that situation is, is we know he's a homebody, 
and that has always been a part of the conversations around his narrative. And Nebraska looks awful, but he still ain't committed nowhere. So that tells me he's probably going to end up staying close to home. He's probably going to end up at Nebraska. Now, that doesn't mean that we can't still, you know, you know, wine and dine and schmooze him up before early signing day, but that's where you run into that issue. Bogo, I don't know what the hell he's doing. Go get somebody, man. That's the thing is that, I mean, do you worry about him with beating Bo? I don't. They're going to get somebody. Jay knows Victoria's Secret. This is great. This is, hey, I do. Boomer. I'm only hanging around because I'm watching you, really. I gotta go. <laughs> yeah, it's just, uh, you crack a with its eyelids. It's always good stuff. Eyelids. This is good stuff. Good stuff. Unless I'm wrong, please type yeah, out. Tell me, where am I wrong on bricks as well? Because I'm telling you this, the Nebraska, the Nebraska uh, boards and their people really feel confident. And, I mean, I there's a good chance that I could be wrong, and it could happen later in the year. But overall, why hasn't it happened yet? Seton, though, he is, he is, hmm, yeah. Seton looks like potential. The way it's looking exactly. based upon the schools he's going to, it feels like an NIL piece. That's what the tea leaves tell me on that one. Yeah. He's going to a lot of schools that provide, you know, they, they pay. And Colorado's becoming one of those now, especially because Coach Prime has got them Oh, my God, I'm about to put together a video on that. Two weekends in a row, they were the most watched game in the country. Two. Two it's weekends a, in a row. Set a record for the pack. Yeah. Largest view we, ever. Bro. We got it. Uh, bro, it, it, it was pulling. Big 12 ought to be real happy that Dion didn't show up a year early. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it, it's. Listen, they're gonna they're gonna get more and more national play because then I mean, trust me, working for ABC, we just picked them up for the tw- the game of the t- on the twenty third, and uh, I, I mean I, I can't even remember who they're playing, but I mean um, a typical good matchup like a, a you know a, a North Carolina South Carolina pulls about a four demo. I mean a, you know on money demos, uh, Colorado pulled a twelve. Yeah, dude. yep, unbelievable. They're cooking. They were look. It was uh, uh, again. I, I know a lot of people are, are hating on him still, but I, I mean, you can talk trash on this guy at your own at your own peril because they're they've announced it, right? Um, they've announced their presence. I, 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 th- I think if you're looking at the rest of the Pac-12 that doesn't play defense either, why not? Why can't they win some of those games? I'm not saying they're going to win the whole thing. They're probably not, but I don't. I think their floor is six games. I don't. I mean, they're about to win. Oh the yeah. Third. Four or six. I said, and I called that. I, I called them go starting the season three and oh. Yeah, I yeah. called that six was the number I said their floor was as well. But I'll say this too that Oregon game is going to be more interesting than I thought it would be. After seeing yeah. what Texas Tech, how that game went, yeah. Colorado's offense is better than Tech's. And if, and if that's the case, right. Oregon may have problems. Correction, Oregon's going to have problems. Hey, look, yeah, Shooter Sanders. Oregon has Bo Picks. In there, and if he if he makes a mistake around Travis Hunter, it it could go the other way. That's true. Yeah, yeah. Especially the way that dude just shows up out of nowhere every time, bro. And do like this is, again, The best thing about Bo Nix is in Arizona this year. <laughs> yeah, fair point. Billy, Billy M is gone. He gone. And you know when do we see him be any good? Yeah, yeah. Sooner Cowboys. That's hilarious too, right? Yeah. Right, wow. yeah, yeah. USC, the top defense. You, we'll, we'll see what that looks like when they go against the offense that's going to make them work, which that's going to happen for a bit. 
Hey, <laughs> I have a pet kitten every night for a snack. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Feed him to Norman. <laughs> no, Norman's a Norman is licking to death, maybe. Big dope. And no, you, Les, you're right. That's 100% true. That's the other flip side of it, is uh, that they want yeah, to stay close yeah. to home. Why ain't they committed yet? And then if they if oh, the performance of the was enough for them, why have they committed? That's the they issue. And exactly. That's where everything makes me say, what the heck is going on? Because I've heard Bricks was very close. happy, and the family was very happy at the visit here. But then it just disappeared. But at the same time, Briggs also doesn't really talk. Uh, we see Parker go up there quite often. So what is yeah. his thoughts? So what are they, what's he saying about him? He's just gone up there and visit numerous times, and he thinks that Oklahoma has a chance. But that's really it. Like, we don't have much to even say on it. So it's like, hmm. Right. We'll see. I don't know. Yeah, it's, What's that going to get? You know. It's it's going to be a deal. To, I think that if he even if he pulled to OU tomorrow, it's still I think it still is going to be a race to December um, because oh, yeah. you know, I agree. He can the more he would sit there and think about it, and you know he would go somewhere and be back in thirty five forty five minutes, uh, you know, versus the what is it six or seven eight hour drive or whatever from Iowa. Yeah, yeah I just yeah. See you, gentlemen. I gotta get. I gotta go take some food and. Uh... But thank you for having me on, Jay. Yeah, yeah. Thanks Ooh. for pulling up as usual. We're gonna go ahead and wrap these things, bad boy, up and put a bone in too. So, you're uh, gonna go eat himself a cat. No cats. So for me. yeah. No cats for me. They give me heartburn. Uh, yeah. But I got- <laughs> I'm, a, I'm going to sleep through the big bang. So you are 100 true on that one. So thank y'all for pulling up, Jason. Thanks for pulling up. Go go feed yourself, man. We will catch up later. And um, with that, thank y'all for pulling up to the show. Please. Hit the like button. If you're new to the channel, subscribe. If you're listening, rate, review, give us five stars. You don't think we deserve it? Just give us five anyway and gift it. And so with that, we will chop it up with all of y'all. We will definitely talk after the game, and I'll have videos in between. Peace.